Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode four of the Second Wind podcast presented by the Stride Report. I'm your host, John Cusick, and today we have a guest that's had tremendous success since he was a freshman. He's the current reigning indoor 3K and 5K champion and is currently a part of the winningest program in D2 history. Without further ado, please welcome Sydney Gidibadai. Hey, Sydney, we've got you on the phone here. Um, how are you today? Uh, let us know a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing, uh, you know, happy to be here. Happy to speak, you know, to some, uh, you know, some fans or people that follow Adams State. And, uh, you know, yeah, doing, doing well, getting, gearing up for regionals in a couple weeks. And, and so, that, you know, not much to be said. Yeah, right on. Um, just out of curiosity, how cold is it currently in Alamosa? Ah, it's not, it's not too bad, honestly. I mean, I guess the early morning doubles might be 25 to 30 degrees. So, you know, nothing bad, nothing, you know, just a sweater. Okay, okay. So, uh, we'll start with some basic questions for you, man. Um, one, uh, where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Southern California, uh, like specifically Orange County, California, and, uh, and like the city of Orange, so... So it's the city of Orange, Orange County, California. Okay, okay. And yeah. um, when did you start running? Um, you know, was this kind of a thing that you started when you were in elementary school, found out in middle school, or did you not really have any success until you got to the high school level? Uh, yeah, I never really took it up until uh, till high school. Um, like my family, my dad ran and uh, my uncle ran. And so I knew, you know, I knew about athletics, I guess, and track and field. But I didn't take it up until like the summer before high school. Okay, and what, what kind of success did you have at the high school level? Uh, you know, I think uh, I had a pretty normal progression from freshman year. You know, I, I didn't run anything crazy my freshman year. Um, you know, I think it was 436 in the mile, and it was about, you know, 7 to 10 seconds a year that I took off and ended up being a 409, 1,600-meter runner and uh, 905, 3,200-meter runner, and uh, 1,426 on the, on the track. Okay. So, um, obviously, it's translated relatively well to the collegiate level. Um, you've had a pretty good deal of success. Um, if you were to ask most people, uh, you're a six-time national champ, a 13-time All-American. You know, when you entered Adams State, when you enrolled there, did you ever think that entering your senior year, this is where you would be sitting at? Uh, you know, I, I, did, I didn't know what to expect. I think uh, I had some, you know, I guess some really good teammates that were seniors that year. And and uh, I guess, you know, I believe I could do some crazy things. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah, I, had, I don't think I, I think at this point I've, I've almost uh, caught up to them, you know, before my senior year and so. So I guess that was something that I didn't expect to be, you know, on track with them a year early. Okay, and so did they, those seniors, um, can you name them? And then did they also give you uh, this type of confidence or give you a context that, you know, you could be on the same type of level as them? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, there was uh, Kevin Batt, who is a multi-time, multiple time, you know, national champ, All-American, you know, very consistent and like kind of a, or, you know, part of the face of Adam State for a while. And then um, there's uh, Tabor Stevens, who was a seven-time national champ, I think two in cross and five in track. Yeah, and so, I mean, I guess I think just the way that those guys did it, you know, they, they kind of had no, uh, a no BS kind of attitude. 
and uh, it was, you know, kind of just taught me to kind of put my head down and not think about what other people are doing and just work hard. Right on. So um, that can lead into this question. You know, um, what does your guys' training currently look like? Um, you know, I, I, I've heard enough about the program uh, to get a kind of a glimpse of it, to get an idea about it. But um, how is it going currently at the moment? I know you just came off of the conference championships. Um, talk about that training that you're currently at. And then if you don't mind, let us give us a small detail into what maybe it looks like when you're at peak training level. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, right now I think we we have just another, you know, one last, um, like, big week, you know. I think yeah, this this week's looking like the same as most other weeks, you know. Like, just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do almost all the mileage and stuff. Uh, we, we, got, we got into the hills today, and so that was good to just kind of practice uh, something that we'll see at Nationals because, I mean, from what we see, it's going to be some long, gradual hills, and so we got to practice that. Uh, and then, uh, as, as we kind of get closer to nationals, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll definitely cut the, cut those miles, uh, do a few time trials, you know, and, uh, you know, just kind of sharpen up. And I think it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people would agree with you that once, um, I mean, obviously you have a coach, first of all, that has done it for a very extended period of time. But once you've done it so often, you know, it kind of just gets into a very simple format of, all right, let's build here. You know, we're going to taper off a tiny bit and then we're going to get sharp. Um, what does your guys' mileage um, look like at peak, I guess, at peak times? And then I know obviously you'll taper off of that. Okay, yeah, I guess peak base phase, you're saying? Um, uh, I'd say, you know, anywhere from... 85 to 100 to 105 okay. you know just depending on on the year you know because uh i mean we have some i guess redshirt freshmen on the on the varsity team and so you know i couldn't imagine them doing more than 85 or 90 miles a week and you know some of us older guys like myself would do 100 to 105 okay and uh, so let's let Let's talk about, I guess, an inclusive group. It, has Coach Martin kind of individualized some of the workouts slash training plans for you? Obviously, you just mentioned um, you don't see some guys going over 85 miles. Does he does that see the same uh, kind of trajectory inside of workouts as well? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I think we'll, we'll, for the most part, do the same workout. I, I think, uh, you know, if we're doing case, maybe uh, – let's say the older guys may do eight to 10 and the, you know, the youngest guys might do uh six or seven, maybe eight, you know, uh, just depending on the day. And so for the most part, you, you do the same things uh, the four or five years that you're here. Mm -hmm. It's just that the volume goes up. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So you guys have been ranked um, first all year, um, obviously both in your region and in the national poll. Um, you guys had a, a very, uh, you could say dominant performance this weekend over uh, what a lot of, um, I like to say, um, hopefully my bias isn't there a tiny bit, but it's a very it's a very tough conference. So do you guys feel any pressure when it comes to performing in championship season, or do you guys kind of just let everything go and say, hey, you know what, we've put in our work, uh, we're going to go out, we're going to run 8K, and we're going to run faster than people, and we're just going to let that do our talking for us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, there are message boards and there are people that talk and stuff like that. But, uh, 
I think uh, we just kind of trust what coach has for us to to do. You know, he he gets us ready for the right races and and all that. And you know, he we haven't been winning conference for the last couple of years, and so that was a that was a small goal. Yeah, so some people may think that uh, we we didn't taper for a conference in the last few years, but you know, we've just had bad days. You know, uh, in the last couple of years, uh, I, I was injured last year. Kale was sick. You know, and so uh, I think we just tried to, I guess, you know, not look at anyone else, not even think about them and just kind of run with the training that we've done and that alone. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. Sorry. Um, That's what I was going to talk about. You guys, you haven't won conference the past couple of years. Were you thrown for a loop a little bit this time when you saw that Mines didn't really put out an A squad out there today or on Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I didn't notice it until, you know, about 3K, 4K in because, uh, we, you know, we did our best to control the front of the race for the, the first, like, five to ten minutes, you know, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't think about it at all until until I just, until the pace settled and we didn't see them, you know, kind of putting a foot in, you know. And, uh, yeah, I guess that, that was strange, you know. I mean, I think... Uh, we all do take, you know, conference isn't the national meet and it's not the most important thing of the year, but it's still something fun to win, you know, and so I guess I was surprised, you know. I could tell that, you know, in past years they were they were pretty stoked, you know, to win and with with good reason, you know, we we were stoked to win just this last weekend and uh yeah, that that was really strange. I I couldn't explain, you know, that, that thought process, you know. It'd be have to it'd have to be them. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh I, mine has done a few different things over the years. You know, it worked a couple of years back. Um, they've had a lot of uh, a recent success. Um, you guys are most recently the conference champs, so you know you scored thirty-one points uh, this past weekend. Um, I want to talk about the depth of you guys. You know, every year it seems like you add a new freshman that um, you don't. Nobody really expects to be there. You know, um, Elias wasn't essentially a freshman last year, but um, you know he was a newcomer. He came in, made a huge impact upon your program. Um, you and you and him have been the clear one-two guys so far this year, and then you've got Isaiah Rodarte, um, freshman of the year this year. Um, Kale served as your number one guy basically last year at the national meet, and I think throughout most of the year, um, he was fourth on Saturday. Can you talk a little bit about your guys' depth? Um, I know Danny Dominguez stepped up, placed fifth or placed twelfth in your fifth score. Talk a little bit about your guys' depth and kind of how you've gotten to this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know those, those young guys. Like, like I said, you know, uh, uh, I was an example of, uh, of a young guy that could be pretty uh, inspired by those older guys, you know. And I think uh, somebody like uh, Isaiah, you know, uh, he's had some struggles. He's a uh, yeah, like last year he was a uh, he was a freshman, you know, but but he got injured just before the championship season, and so he he was awarded a like a you know a medical redshirt. And so I think you know he's he's finally kind of hitting the hitting the right strokes and all that, and I think he's just been ready. You know, he's been hungry for you know two and a half years now, and so I think uh, it's his time to do something great. And uh, you know, somebody like Danny, I think you know he's it's the same case. I think uh, I don't know if you remember Lucio Ramirez from a couple years ago. I do. Uh, you know, he's a yeah, yeah. Uh, California kid, you know, that came out and, 
you know, he was a decent Juco runner, but came out and just was, you know, was consistent and did everything that coach said. And I think, I think that's, that's it, you know, Sim- simply is a, our depth comes from, from just listening to coach and doing exactly what he says. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about coach Martin a tiny bit. You know, he's, he took over for V Hill. Um, he's had a lot of success at that school. Um, you know it firsthand. I think a lot of people around the country, you know, you could even say the world have noticed how well he's done. What has he done to make kids feel at home in Alamosa? You know, you just mentioned um, Danny, you mentioned Lucio, um, yourself, you're, you're all from California. Um, he's got athletes from all across the world. Um, talk a little bit about how he is able to bring you guys in and make you feel comfortable in Alamosa, Colorado, you know, where there's not entirely a whole lot to do. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, I think we, we spoke about this in, you know, just the pre-race, uh, like, hotel meeting, you know, and I, I think uh, he, he takes pride in having a, a diverse group, you know, I think. And, uh, you know, in Alamosa, yeah, you know, there are some sometimes uh, where we can't do a whole lot, but, uh, but I think, you know, just kind of uh, getting to know each other, hanging out and stuff like that, kind of goes a long way because you know i think the the experiences that we've had before here uh never end and we can share that and you know kind of bond over things like that and you know i'm glad to know some of the guys here that are you know from australia or from ireland you know uh spend a couple years in ethiopia you know i you know i think i think our strength is that you know we have one common goal from coming from you know countless uh, uh, backgrounds and all that. And I think uh, I think that's the big pride of the program. Okay. So, um, do you have, I guess, uh, coming from a big city, does it, were you, I don't want to say overwhelmed, I, I guess you could say underwhelmed. Was it, was it a weird transition for you your freshman year when you, when you got out there? Uh, no, I mean, I guess, you know, I, it was definitely different. You know, there's a, no, no lying there, but, uh, you know, I, I think I, I enjoyed it, you know, personally, uh, of, of the last four years, I think I've spent, you know, I guess of the 48 months, I've probably spent, uh, like 45, 46 months, you know, here in Alamosa. And so, uh, I mean, I've just enjoyed it. I like the, the, the easygoing lifestyle and stuff, and it's definitely a break from, the life of a you know busy city yeah i i believe that um i grew up in a small city kind of like alamosa um i can tell you that when i moved to a big city i was blown away and it took me a while to acclimate so i'm glad it it seems relatively i don't want to say easy but you know it it feels like you're in a strong situation it almost feels like a i guess you could call it a brotherhood and most cross-country teams and track teams like to call it that um within each other so (laughs) Um, that's awesome to hear. Um, so let, let, let's turn towards regionals here. You know, you've got uh, just over a week and a half until um, you head back to Denver. Um, I believe it's at Washington Park. You raced it before. Um, yeah. And we talked about mines. They're obviously gearing towards a regionals and nationals push. Um, mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do? What, what is the game plan there to try and withstand anything that they throw at you? You know, Grant Colligan is a... 
is a very good runner. Um, I believe he was fifth place last year, if I remember correctly. Um, Josh Hoskinson has kind of turned into a, a 5K runner, a miler turned 5K. Um, he's run really, really, really well. Logan Ramlett, um, I can keep naming him off, but what they seem to be the biggest threat there. What is the game plan going into regionals? Oh, uh, I think, you know, uh, it's like working out the kinks and, and not overworking. I think those would be the, the two big points that we're going to go into it with. Uh, uh, you know, we have, we have young guys, like you said, uh, Danny or Isaiah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, like, we, you know, we want to give them the experience, but we don't want to burn them out before the National League. Yeah, and so I, I think we'll try to have, like, a collective effort, you know, and uh, I think just running as a team would be the, the perfect plan. And if we get second on that day, you know, it's not the end of the world for us. And, uh, you know, I think everybody knows, you know, it's it's the same for mine, you know. I think if they get second, they're still pretty hungry for, uh, for that national title. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, I think we'll, we'll try to just be conservative. But, uh, you know, when, when it comes down to the last 3K, 2K, we'll, we'll definitely raise yeah, and so you talk about that last 2K there. It The race is now obviously 2K longer than what you've been running the entire year unless you made a choice um, like UCCS did a couple weeks back to go run a 10K. What uh, Obviously, you're preparing for that 10K race. That That's the goal there. You make it to nationals, you run a 10K. Do you think, uh, what is the... Um, I guess, learning curve there. You've mastered it relatively well, I'd like to say. Kale's done a good job. Uh, what do you think the biggest uh, pitfalls or the biggest hurdles are in order or in moving from 8K to 10K? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just being prepared, you know. I think, uh, like, from, from August, from, you know, even July, you know, you got to think about running the 10K, you know. You don't, you're not supposed to think about, oh, I'm going to run 8Ks, 8Ks, you know. Uh you know, I think, you know, the best the best way to know about it is to practice it, I guess. And, you know, sometimes teams do run a 10K early, but, uh, you know, I think if throughout the year you just train yourself to kind of uh, be prepared for that extra 2K, you know, like whether it's in training during more volume or, uh, you know, I think it's just putting it in your head and kind of... Uh, just knowing that it's, it's not an 8K season, you know, it's a, it's a 10K season. That's when, you know, that's when it matters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, give us a quick rundown of Wash Park. Um, all grass, if I'm not mistaken, and is it still 2K loops? Um, I think it's, it might be 3K loops. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I, I forgot. I mean, I know there there are, like, it might be 3K, 2K, 3K, or, like, I don't know. Fair, fair. It's been, um, I ran a couple times as well. It's been a while though. Um, I know it's relatively nice. Um, you'll spike up for it, obviously. Um, is there, have you looked at the national course at all before? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I think, you know, people, Strava is a great tool, you know, I think, uh, I was just able to kind of go and see some, some of the people that ran, you know, uh, and kind of see where the hills were and, and, you know, how steep they were and stuff like that. And, um, and, you know, I think that was, that was good. I mean, we, we tried to simulate that in practice, you know, like, like we say, like, like I said, uh, 
Uh, we went to the, you know, we've done a few hill repeat sessions and on hills that are just very similar to that uh, hill. And so, so I think, yeah, I mean, we have an idea of what the course is like and, you know, we're getting pretty, uh, you know, pretty stoked about it. Okay. And so while we look at nationals, uh, another big contender on that stage is Grand Valley State. Um, you got two big names with them and Zach Panning. And um, I think I apologized last time, but I think it's a Niall Woldemichael. Um, if you're listening, uh, I apologize if I butchered it. But, you know, they have they have some very good team depth there. Um, and I, I, I'd like to say they're maybe the biggest threat to you guys. Uh, when you guys get there, what is... Uh, you mentioned how you were going to kind of attack regionals. Is it kind of going to be the same kind of game plan um, against Grand Valley? And then how are you going to try and combat um, Panning and Wilde Michael there? You know, they, they're two very good low sticks. Um, yourself and Elias have proven to be very good as well. So mm-hmm. are you kind of just going to try and counteract that? Or um, what's the game plan there? Oh, uh, you know, I... I... I think I, I don't know yet personally, you know, I think uh, I'll have to speak with Coach about that because, uh, you know, they're definitely great runners, you know, like uh, they're, you know, personally, I haven't been as consistent and I think I can give that to Zach as in he's a, he's a more consistent uh, runner and so, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's what, you know, he might, he may try to string it out early, you know, because he's been, he's been winning all of his races by by at least a few seconds, and so, uh, you know, it, it may be a kind of race where he he takes it out, or some, you know, somebody takes it out, and he's the kind of guy that will hang till the end. And you know, I think it'll be just like a a hard two K. I think I'll let the whole field dictate the race, and I'm not really sure what my plan is yet. Okay, fair. Um, so let we can reverse a little bit. I I want to ask you about um, last year. Um, I, you can say it was an up and down year. You mentioned earlier in this phone call, you, you were hurt last year. You still finished 17th, um, on the national stage across country, um, served as the fifth man, I think for the Grizzlies and helping them win a national title. Um, you bounced back to indoor, you won the 3k, you won the 5k, and then, um, you ran really fast outdoor. Um, I think it was the second fastest time in division two history. And then, I don't think Nationals went as great as you would have liked, or I think even Coach Martin would have liked. So, yeah, definitely um, not. <laughs> so, um, let's start at cross country. You know, um, can you detail your injury a little bit? Kind of what happened. You didn't even race until regionals, um, if I read your history here right. And then, um, yeah, start there, and then kind of work your way into indoor about maybe how you got back to health, and then um, finish with outdoor. Kind of. Um, yeah. Maybe give us an idea of how or why that performance at Nationals happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'd say uh, I was, uh, I think I came off of uh, racing, uh, you know, Kip Rob and James Gandhi that, that, you know, 2017 track season. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was pretty disappointed. It wasn't a bad result, but I, I was definitely disappointed. Uh, and so I think I, I got pretty motivated that summer. And, uh, you know, I think I trained as hard as I have as I ever have, if not, you know, way, way harder than I should have, honestly. And so, uh, you know, I went home and it was doing, you know, crazy weeks, uh, just like all on pavement. And, uh, just like one day just kind of, uh, strained my calf and, uh, you know, that, that didn't seem like 
too bad, you know. I just had some swelling, and I thought, okay, it should, you know, it should heal fine and all that, but it kind of led to other problems like Achilles issues throughout the whole cross-country season. Uh, and, you know, I missed uh, probably all of September, you know, for the most part, uh, half of October. And then I started, you know, I was running in that time, but, you know, nowhere near enough to get fitter or to even maintain my fitness. And so it was just a smart move to, you know, start racing in, at regionals, at least, you know, the latest possible. And, uh, I mean, you know, I think uh, I, I did well with what I had. I think uh, I think I got really fit and, you know, you know, I guess it wouldn't be bad to say that I'm confident in my own fitness and I'd say, you know, I, you know, I was one of the best the previous year and so finishing 17th is like, I was, I was, I was really happy with, uh, with it given that, given all the, you know, all the issues and all that. And, uh, you know, I think at that point, uh, that was about, I was, I was like healthy, you know, you could say healthy, but, uh. I had to gear up for the track season and stuff, and uh, I I went home to Tanzania for a few like for a week and didn't run at all, and then I came back and ran like an indoor 5K and just dropped out because I was just extremely out of shape and just tired from the whole season, and uh, took me a while to kind of you know get remotivated and stuff, but but by by the end of December I was training again. And I just like strung together about, I don't know, maybe it was like six or seven weeks of, of a good training, you know, a really good training for sure. And then, uh, it, you know, it really set me up well for indoors, I think. And, uh, you know, that, you know, that speaks for itself. But, um, I think, you know, six to six to seven weeks of good training doesn't really help you last for four months. And I, I think, uh, you know, that, that 5K at Brian Clay was, like, my last hurrah, you know, off of that fitness because, you know, I had almost, like, zero base. And, and uh, you know, in you know in a way, I think uh, I'm pretty proud of, of, you know, going to PR off of, like, such a bad uh, cross, cross season and all that. And I was pretty stuck because, you know, it was the first PR in, like, two years or whatever. Uh, but, you know... Uh, we went to Penn, and, uh, you know, I could just tell that I was extremely tired. It was, uh, it was just like, it, it felt like overtraining. You know, it, it wasn't really overtraining because I wasn't doing a whole lot by then, but, but you know, just my body was just completely over racing hard and training hard. And so over that month, you know, I, I tried to salvage it and was able to finish fifth in the 10K, but... You know, and then tenth from the five k, and that you know that was terrible. And you know, I think that was probably like the lowest I'd been in a while in terms of my running and all that. And you know, I just took like a good three weeks off after that, and and you know, refocused, and I kind of forgot about that. And and uh, you know, as of, as of now, I think I've had my best few months. You know, and it's because I, I can think about like the the thirteen twenty nine five k I did off of off of, you know, six weeks, seven weeks of good training, you know, and so, you know, I believe I'm the best guy out there, you know, but I just have to string it together, right? Okay. Um, you know, six or seven weeks of good training, if it leads to 1329, you know, I'd assume you'd have to be relatively happy with that, you know. Um, I'm just yeah. looking at, at your times here. Um, 
He ran 29.02 in the 10K at Stanford a few weeks before that. Um, went to Brian Clay. Um, I think this is a question that a lot of people ha- have always wondered. Um, I wondered myself, um, what was the goal behind going to Penn Relays? Uh, you know, definitely, uh, I think, uh, honestly, you know, you know, obviously other people dispute it, but um, it, was, it was to win. And I think if I, if I hadn't run that 5K the week before, I think we would have been, we would have had a great shot to win, you know, I think first or second. And, uh, you know, I think it's to just show that Adam State is a powerhouse, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I failed in my part, you know, and cause, uh, I, you know, through, through three legs, we were winning, you know, and so we, we have a great team, you know, I think, uh, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, kind of kind of haunts me a little bit to to think about that because, you know, I I know that on a on a better day for myself we would have we would have won or gotten second, but it would have been a, a great battle. Yeah, that's fair, and uh, I don't doubt that um, you guys had a chance to win. Um, a lot of great guys on that anchor, you know, so I don't think um, there's a whole lot of disappointment there. Um, I think you guys finished fifth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We finished fifth. Okay. Um. So that leads me into uh, cross country. Uh, is the only one that you haven't won. I guess you haven't won the ten k on the track yet either. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, cross country is the one that's eluded you the most. You know, you were fourth. Um, I believe what would have been your freshman year, or I think uh, it's sixth and then fourth. Correct. Yeah, sixth and then okay. fourth. So sixth your freshman year, fourth your sophomore year, and then obviously seventeenth last year. You know. Um, is there any motivation behind getting it this year? Um, you know, Nagandu had a great run at it um, last year. Uh, Ribbage tried to go with him, um, got tired. You know, it, it feels like this is it, right? Or am I mistaken? Yeah. No, no, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, this is it. This is the last chance. And I kind of think back to, you know, somebody like Tabor or, or Alicia Nelson, who's a little bit older than him, and, you know, a few guys even further back. and. You know, they're the guys that we guys and uh, girls that we speak about till you know until now, but and they all have a title, you know, a cross country title. And uh, I kind of want to be amongst them, you know. And uh, yeah, I guess I'd say, you know, if, if I was gonna win one for this whole year, I wanted to be cross country, you know, because I just want to add that last one and give coach uh, give coach a cross country national champion once again. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, it. Um, I don't think it's going to affect anything that you've done within Division Two. I think it'll be nice for you to have if you do end up getting that. You've got some great competition this year. Um, it's something I'm very looking I'm looking forward to very much. Um, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about Adam State within itself. A couple questions here. Um, you know, first, I want to talk about the reputation that you guys have. Um, you know, uh, I guess it, I can say it's safe for me to assume that you guys aren't as well liked as other universities throughout the country. Um, <laughs> Definitely but, not. No. <laughs> um, you know, does that does it bother you guys at all? You know, I've seen you guys around. You guys don't seem to have a care in the world about what anybody thinks. Um, so I'm, I've got an answer that you're probably going to give me here. But does it really bother you guys at all? Do you guys have any care in the world about what others think? Uh, no, I mean, we, like, obviously, I think, you know, blood starts to boil, you know, sometimes, you know, and, 
you know, people will flip up, you know, and kind of get a little nasty and stuff like that. But I think the attitude, you know, is that, you know, you got to brush it off. And uh, I think it's good. I mean, personally, I like it. Uh, you know, I think I, I remember just this last uh, indoor season. Uh, I mean, I was in the conference 3K. Uh, it was uh, me and Evan Verbal and, you know, the whole stadium had to have been cheering for him, you know, like, not not just Colorado Christian, but Western, Mines, you know, whoever. And it was just to beat me. And, of course, you know, I was stoked. I was like, I was I was totally up to playing the bad guy, you know. And I was, I was really taunting the crowd and stuff. But, honestly, I, I like it, you know. They, they should just, like, truly, I, you know, I kind of like, you know, as much as, like, my, my own teammates cheer for me and all that, I, I love that for sure because, you kind of get that break every lap where, you know, people are cheering for you instead of against you, you know. Uh, but honestly, like, I like playing the, you know, say the quote-unquote villain, you know, at a conference meet because obviously it's not really that, you know. I mean, it's just running, you know. But certain people or certain coaches, they seem to really hate us for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you don't, you don't, there's nothing wrong I don't mind it, you know. I think I think showmanship is a little bit a part of stuff like this, you know. Um, I enjoy it. It just to me, it shows you have confidence within yourself, um, within your program. Um, clearly, there's uh, a lot of people want the success you guys have had, and I think that's um, pretty evident if you go throughout most of the RMAC schools and you talk to them about that. And um, you know, I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad everybody else enjoys it. Um, there's a lot of people that still actually really enjoy it. I promise you that much. Um, so talk about um, Adam State. Uh, you know, it used to be Adam State College. Um, a lot of RMAC schools are going through this transition. It's now Adam State University. Um, you're a Division II school um, in a smaller town. Can you give me uh, kind of a an idea of what Division II life looks like in Alamosa, Colorado? Uh, yeah, I mean... I guess it's it's the only college life that I know, but uh, you know I think it, like I said, it's very simple. I think uh, in terms of uh, of us as student athletes, I think we uh, we're pretty motivated. You know, I think we go to class, go to practice, and and you know we're pretty dedicated. Once we go home, we uh, you know do do the work we have to do, and then you know rest up. You know, I, I think. Uh, you know, a lot of people would find that boring, you know, but uh, I think it's, uh, it's definitely accepted and we don't knock anyone for not wanting to live that lifestyle. But, but I, you know, I think we appreciate being here and being in Alamos. I think, I think what I tell a lot of people is that it's a good thing that we're so isolated because, you know, there, there are no distractions and, you know, not even the slightest of temptations to, to you know, go out and party or go out to you know, kind of just hanging out or whatever outside. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, it's pretty basic. It's pretty small. Um, how does, do you see a lot of kids come there more so for, um, you know, they enjoy that lifestyle or they want to be a part of you guys' program or what kind of sets you guys apart from a lot of people, you know, or is it you guys are taking on kids that are kind of potential projects, um, is that kind of the case? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, you know, there's a, like, like I said, there are a lot of, a lot of different kind of people that come here. 
and uh, you know there, there are definitely kids that come here and you know they, they kind of underestimate what we are or how hard we work and all that and you know I think those are those are some kids that end up transferring and, and that's totally fine you know because you know uh, everyone's entitled to their own experience and all that and but uh, yeah for the most part I, I think people that that come here you know I think ninety percent of kids that choose to come to Adam State like. Are, are ready to come in and live a lifestyle, and I think, you know, they've they've committed to that well before stepping foot on campus. Okay, yeah, I believe that absolutely. Um, you know, when you visit there, you kind of get an idea of what you're stepping into, and uh, mm-hmm. you can kind of make that decision before you know you sign that letter of intent or you say, yeah, I'll be here on the first mm-hmm. day of practice and whatnot. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So those that's all the questions I have for you. Um, before you go, you know, um, do you have anything else you want to say or, I, I guess, let listeners know of? Uh, you know, I, I, not much I can say. I guess, I, you know, we're, as a team, we're excited to kind of give it another shot. And uh, I think I, as my last year, I really want to set my teammates for, uh, for you know, a, for a four-year streak of, of titles, you know, because... Uh, uh, Adam State hasn't done that. We've had several streaks of three. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's going to be an exciting year. And, you know, uh, rivalries and everything aside, I'm, I'm pretty excited to compete with everybody. Oh, that's awesome, man. I actually did not know you guys have never won four in a row. So, um, yeah. best of luck to you on that. Um, you know, uh, obviously, people at the Stride Report, we'll, we're staying tuned in. We're watching the races pretty closely here. Um, um, once again, uh, thank you for jumping on here. Uh, we appreciate you. I hope um, in the meantime, Alamosa doesn't freeze over. I hope you guys stay warm. Um, you know, um, just once again, man, we can't thank you enough. Um, we appreciate everybody that jumps on here. Um, as for everybody that's listening to this podcast, guys, uh, this has been Sidney Gidibadai. Uh He's hails from Adams State University in Alamosa, Colorado. Um, they're looking to win regionals in a week and a half and then also looking to win their full straight title. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it'll be the third, third straight third, title. Yeah, so, but uh, it'll set up for, be a good setup for my teammates to win a fourth one next year. Yeah, so as soon as corrected me, their third straight title. And then, um, you know, they'll continue their success into the indoor and outdoor season. Um, hopefully we can talk to Sydney then. And um, Sydney, thanks again for jumping on here, man. Yeah, thank you for having me.